What's up, ladies and gentlemen? I don't know. Did that come through? It might oh, shit. Okay, I don't know if that came through or not. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to HS Pro Talk, your weekly Louise Sports Podcast. Chat will let me know. Yeah, there, there, yeah. there it is. It came through. That was a cough. It wasn't a, wasn't a sneeze. But hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> this is episode 314 for the week of November 19th, 2023. The title of this week's episode is, you know, it sounds like a skill issue. Love it. You hear it all the time. Oh, yeah. Yep. So we're going we're to talk about that. If you didn't already know, now you do. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire. This week, I'm joined by the man in the, is that a Mighty Ducks hat? It is. Yeah. Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this Monday evening? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm doing all right as well. Still trying to get over this dumbass cough thing that I got going on. Uh, Natana's doing way worse than I am right now, but... uh. Yeah. So yeah. send the good vibes, folks. Yeah, we both had at least a cold last week, which is why the remote show happened. And yeah, the cough is just lingering. The and quaff. Uh, the quaff. It's so annoying. Yeah, agreed. It is fucking annoying. Before we get started, and before you ask me what's on this week's episode of the show, Will, because I know you're just so anxious to, t- to ask me that question. Um, to those that are tuning into live show right now, welcome. We got Ikuza, Tara, Riz, Outlaw. I'm going to cough. <coughs> halt um show enough tools hello tools there you go that was for you do 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 uh game crazy john welcome back uh molly mo welcome back red armada welcome back boba fett ashley absent i'll get to your sub in just a second don't you worry um hammer pooping I'm not going to give you shit about the movie this week. I promise. Welcome back. Good to see you. Uh, did I miss anybody else? Spring King. Welcome back. Outlaw. Welcome back. Hope everyone's having a great night. Um, absent with the four month three sub. You get a woo. Thank you so much. And frantic. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Um, all right. Will go ahead. Ask me the question. What do we got on this week's episode? On this week's episode of the show, we jump right into the Roster Mania segment due to all the recent announcements. Yes, you did, in fact, see a ghost in a $25,000 tournament. And yes, it was fucking awful. And finally, we have our topic surrounding skill-based matchmaking and sweating in matchmaking. Boba Fett with the gifted sub. You get a woo! Thank you so much for the gifted sub, my man. Too kind. Way too kind. <coughs> God get it damn out, it. man. Get it out. I hate it. I hate it. All right. It's fine. Will, I'd say let's get into some competitive news, but we don't have any competitive news to talk about. Instead, what are we actually going to start with? Roster Mania. That's right, folks. Kicking it off this week with Roster Mania. Real quick. Yeah. Fresh. Okay. Fresh, it's not, I'm sorry, right? Uh, fresh, it's not that I didn't like the tourney. I like the tourney just fine. It's just the fact that high ground was even a selectable map within that pool of maps for the tournament was fucking bizarre. They caught, they, they selected it for the memes is from what I heard. Well, for the lulls, they should have, they should have let their memes continue to be dreams. That's what they (laughs) should have done, but they didn't do it. Absent. Yes, high ground is goaded. I love that map. I fucking, I absolutely adore high ground as a map. Obviously, it's not a fucking competitive map. It was never intended to be. It's not what it is. 
And the fact that we had a ghost in a $25,000 tournament and what, like at the end of the tournament, we actually had players finally pick it. And yes, it was really funny to see the ghost v ghost battle, but the fact that there were two on the map in the first place was fucking insane. It's just, it is weird. Um, absent. Thank you. Fuck you. But thank you. Uh, <laughs> Real quick, Will, before we get into it, uh, Macon, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And Run Armada with the gifted sub. You get a woo! Thank you so much for the gifted sub as well. Thank you. Thank you. There it is. Oh, uh, Mattel. I'm going to say Matt. L21. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Go ahead, Will. Roster Mania. All right. Continuing with Roster Mania. First piece. Magico is finally back. Yay. Final fucking Lee. And they state. It was seven years of trying to get my visa, and I finally got it. Grateful to my parents for helping me. Can't wait to compete against the best in land next year. Hell yes. We finally have a good story coming out of visa issues. Yeah, I was going to say, um, still got one we're dealing with, right? As far as we know? Yes. So Yes. Next piece of roster media, Complexity releases Tux and King Nick. And they put out a tweet that said, today we announced the release of Tusk and King Nick. What do you know? Uh, we thank you both for your hard work leading us to some of our best <coughs> placements in the HCS this far. We wish you nothing but the best. So complexity. couple uh, roster holes now to fill. Yes. We'll see what happens there. Just a couple. Which we might talk about shortly. Maybe. Maybe. I have a statement that I'm going to make. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dragon, welcome back. Good to see you. Hello, hello. Armada, you're too, far too kind. Far uh, too kind. Final piece of roster mania news. This was the big one mm-hmm. that we will have a lot to go over here. Yes. Optic releases APG. Yes. And there was many tweets that came out regarding this, and we'll highlight a few here. First off, Optic to a world champion and legend APG. You always be a part of the green wall and we couldn't thank you more for how you represented optic. Best of luck for the future. There was many, um, quote tweets and replies. We'll start with formals. He said, we'll miss you a lot, Bradley. Glad we got some wins together all these years later. Lucid stated, you're an amazing teammate in and out of game and out of game. Brad going to miss you and know you still kill it wherever you land. Trippy. One of my best friends forever, Brad. Glad we cemented some history together. Times I'll never forget. Coach Lunchbox. Brad has been an incredible teammate whose accomplishments on the team speak for themselves. Thank you for being an absolute professional in and out of game. And best of luck on what's next. APG replied, All good things must come to an end sometimes. Incredible memories with not only the team, but with everybody from the players, staff, to the production and design team. Thank you from the bottom of my heart to Optic and the Green Wall for an unforgettable and life-changing few years. Forever grateful and appreciative. This was, uh, this was a tough one, a little unexpected. Um, Josh talked about it. I was kind of an ingredient that a lot of these top teams, we didn't think needed to make a move. Mm-hmm. But yet, here we are in the midst of roster mania, players moving around. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a crazy offseason, man. And uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Yes, it is going to be absolutely crazy. But yeah, um, for those who missed it, APG had a very 
emotional, I'll call it, return stream after being released. It was, the community really showed up for him. And yeah, like like uh, PD says in chat, tears everywhere. I was definitely on the verge of like, I was emotional during that stream and seeing how emotional he was getting. And he legitimately uh, cried. He did. He legitimately cried. And it, it was an amazing stream to be a part of. Yes. So, um, I, I just hope the best for him, man. I hope he lands on a, on a God squad that can compete in yep. APG revenge tour 2024. Let's go. Absolutely. Thonky. Welcome to the stream. And then, uh, Macon, welcome to the chat and PD. Welcome back. It's good to see you as always. So, Will? Yeah, I was going to say, um, with that return stream, mm-hmm. we, we got some information from it, right? Yes. So, we have a few clips here that are taken. Um, you still have it muted, right? Yes. Okay, good. Just keep it muted right now. Um, so, from Broward Clips, shout out to Broward Clips for clipping all these things together. Um, I have clips from that. We're just going to share the audio from. Um, this is... Again, this is from APG's stream that Will was just talking about, and uh, there's a few different points here that I want to highlight. The first of which being a little bit of drama um, that had happened that primarily involves complexity and an unnamed organization. So without further ado, Will, let's get to that. I'm going to bring my tweet up on my phone so I can, you know, uh, so I can break it down for you guys. This is just the first thing I wanted to address because I, I want to make it clear that this has nothing to do with my old team. This had nothing to do with anything that niggas say on Twitter. Nothing like that, okay? Also, real quick before I continue this, everything that we talk about is going to be in the Google Doc, the show notes of the show. Exclamation point, show notes and chat if you're watching it live. If you're tuning into the audio version of the show or the YouTube version of the show, like I say, every single week, the show notes are included in the description with timestamps to exactly what we're playing for you right now. Okay. And I'll get to the subs and everything after this clip. Nothing that, none of that. There's nothing to do with people tweeting at me saying they want me dropped or anything like that. Nothing to do with that. So I said, please stop lying on my name. Lying on my name was, you know, these people on complexity, whoever they may be outside of Gilkey. I know it ain't Gilkey are talking to this other team saying, yo, APG wants to team with you guys. If you guys are just got here, this is the story like about my tweet. Um, but this other team or people on complexity are telling this other team, um, hey, ABG wants to team with you guys. And um, somehow, some way that gets back to their CEO. And that is how I hear this information is, you know, the CEO, this is the exact quote. They told him that I am not their priority. Okay somehow it gets back that far and i've never nobody's talked to me this entire time it's still crazy to me when i think about it somehow it gets to their org owner they say i am not their priority i thought it was like kind of like a ego shot to me um considering that i've never even spoken to these people and none of this stuff is like none of this stuff was real to me i never they were never my priority and they're going around saying that i'm not their priority as if that you know, they're trying to big dick me or some shit, but, uh, and involving my name in some shit or involving me in some shit I never said or did you guys get the rest of it. I never said that I wanted to team with these people. And I, what I never did is I never went to any of them and told them I want to team with them. So, uh, I'm not going to name the other team. I might 
but I'm just not going to do it right now. It was just some weird ass shit. And for me to wake up to that in Japan uh, pissed me off. That's what pissed me off like the most. Because why are you talking about me while I'm in Japan? You're talking about me and not talking to me. Anybody could have said something to me and found out if it's true, but it should have never gotten that far back to the person that signs your checks to, and I hear it from them. And you say, I'm not your priority, but I've never messaged you. It's just crazy when you say it out loud. If you don't get it, hopefully they learn from this. They're probably in here watching, but you got to learn from the situation. Don't be talking about people when they've never even spoken to you. It's just crazy that these people are talking about me like that. You don't need to be talking about me like that. And it's just crazy. It's just crazy. I'm not trying to ego or anything like that, but I'm just bringing up facts because it started. It's not SSGs. Don't bring a message, you know. I'm only saying these types of things because you don't just go around saying people aren't your priority when I never message you. Did this drama lead into why you got dropped? There's no reason of why I got dropped. I never, I don't have any internal beefs with anybody. There's no, you know, there's no beef with anybody. There's no like arguments that I had on that team to where that would make somebody want to drop me or anything like that. I think it just boils down to them just wanting a different player. And that's just part of the game. Did you know it was coming or were you blindsided? I mean, like, you just kind of, like, I'm pretty good at, like, reading the room. I think I'm pretty good at, like, understanding, like, people in my surroundings and just how the people act. I kind of, like, knew it. It looks so sad. I'm not sad. I'm chilling, bro. If You got to remember, this shit happened, like, two weeks ago. I, ain't, I, I, I look sad in Japan? <laughs> that looks sad in Japan? No. He's still going to. So that was the first clip. Uh, where he talks about the complexity situation. Now, just for clarification as well, um, he did never name what that other organization was that said <clears throat> that he wasn't a priority for them. Um, he never stated who that was. But for additional context, um, he did say that it was not SSG. Yeah. And Chig the coach for Sentinels was in there and said that it wasn't Sentinels. So I'm not going to try to deduce things further, but that's just the information that was provided by APG. And Chig was in the chat as well. There's that. That's where literally I'm going to leave that one. Um, real quick. Mr. Fusion with the two-month resub, Thonky with the brand-new sub, and Danny Phantom with the eight-month resub. You all get a woo! Thank you so much for the subs. It's greatly appreciated. You guys are fucking awesome. Uh, Shio asked. I fucking saw. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of roster mania, where's the HRL team with Josh and Will? Will reached out to me and asked if I wanted to be part of it. I have not gotten back to him yet because of shit that's been going down here. Yeah. Um, and I haven't even brought it up to Natana yet. Uh, for those who don't know my wife and we'll, we'll figure, uh, when, because obviously signups are open now. When do signups close? I forgot. Shio, when do signups close Sunday? Okay. So I have a, I have a few days. Have a okay. Week. Sounds Just good. A little less than a week. Okay. Let me, uh, let me see. Because I did have a lot of fun last season. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'd have to find another duo. We would have to find another duo. I think Riz is going to be, or not Riz, yeah. Um, Search is going to be playing with his, like, HCS team that they're gonna, that they're trying to form. Okay. And well, if uh, Riznak is included in that. Absence says me and PD. Wait, dead ass? 
Don't don't ask why I just said that said that I mean, loud loud. <laughs> but uh wait, like actually? I don't know if we'd be able to though, right? Or we'd have to be pushed up a division because like PD is an onyx player for sure. And absent, I assume you're an onyx player. Right? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure they both hit onyx. Yeah. Well, yeah. Either way, we can we can figure that out can, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're talking about ABG right now. Um, okay, so the next clip that I wanted to share uh, within the stream that ABG put on was his plans for competing next year at the very least. So without further ado, here is that clip. Where like a while ago I said that if I was ever dropped, I would just retire. So that's probably one of the reasons why people are asking or talking about that a lot. But I think that was before, you know, all of our success and, you know, just not even speaking about me, but just the team as a whole, you know, the world championship, 3P, all that stuff. I feel like right now in my career, and I also said that many times that I don't want to go out sad. So I would not like start placing like top 12 and then re like retire. I don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen. I would hate for that to happen. <clears throat> Say if I could predict the future and I knew I was about to get top 12 the next three events, I would rather go out right now. You know what I'm saying? Off a second rather than just going like out sad. But I do not feel like I currently need to retire. I think that there's no reason for me to retire. I make great money. I like making money. So I do not think I'm going to retire right now. I have a plan for the near future if I do decide that I want to retire. I have a plan set in place. Um, I have things set in place if I do decide that I want to retire in the very near future, which it could be after one more year, which is what I'm thinking. Um, you know, knock on wood, knock on glass three times, depending on how the year is. But I do not feel like I need to retire at any point. Where I'm not fucking leaving. You can only assume what happens after he says, I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> and I got to give a shout out to bro word clips again, because yes, he included it. And I thought about including this in the stream because, you know, it's a great scene. So, yeah. I'm not fucking leaving. The show goes on. Oh, I gotta love it. So there you go. That he included that in his clip compilation. I thought it'd be funny to include that as well. Okay, so there was that. Um, so ABG also put out a tweet um, with that clip in context and states, next season marks my 18th year competing, and that's a milestone I personally have been wanting to accomplish before I hang it up for good. As of right now, I don't feel as if I need to stop playing both mentally and physically, but after HCS Season 3, who knows what the future holds. And then... Finally, just a quick seven-second clip on additional plans on competing. Here is that seven-second clip. Also, this is something I'll be. I'll keep it 100% tr uh, transparent. The money has to be right wherever I go. I have too much. So, again, the money has to be right for him, depending upon like the whatever offers he's being given. Okay, that's one of his main main priorities. The other thing that he did say during that stream was that he would like to be an optic content creator after he retires. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens about that. But he did say that that was what he wanted to do, or at least one of the things he wanted to do um, to somebody that asked in his chat. 
even today when he was streaming, someone asked him like, what are your conditions for signing with a team? Mm -hmm. And he did mention something about obviously money contract. Absolutely. And then he also talked about preferably a partner team because of the way that they're held accountable by HCS. They have booths so on and so forth. So, um, I don't know if it will be like the nail in the coffin if a team's partnered or not for him, but I think it's something he's looking for. Sounds good. Um, Again, just something else that needs to be said from getting released from optic. He said there was no internal beef with the team. The players just wanted to team with someone else. Plain and simple. He's still good friends with them um, from what he said and from what, uh, I was in Trippy's stream yesterday or the day before, and like he also said that Brad's still one of his best friends. It's like there's, from everything that's been said, from everything that we've seen, there's no ill will towards anybody on either side, which is great to hear. Yes. Um, you love that. And there was one other point that I have here from that big stream that he had where he said he might actually jump into collegiate Halo uh, due to having a nearly completed degree. So we know that Spartan, we know that Spartan's doing that. Yeah. So APG could also do the same thing. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. We'll just have to wait and see. I guess. What's good, Mac? Welcome back. Good to see you. The one thing that I want to touch on that's hard to touch on. I don't is, know Master Chief. I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. Is like, it feels shitty that he was dropped or left optic because a large part, or I shouldn't say a large part, there was a large amount of people who were basically calling for his head. The of a, a vocal, a vocal. There was a there was a good there was a good amount of vocal individuals who were calling for him to be dropped, and us not included in that. By the way, right. Just want to make sure there's context there. Like we've talked about this before too, and it this might validate some of those people in what they were feeling. Yep. This is really, I, this, I, I, I'm worried that th this is going to make them feel validated, but this is not APG being dropped because of his stats or performance. I think this is literally like the team wants to just try something new to see if they can gain an advantage. I, I don't know whoever they're picking up, if that's going to be a plus or, or a minus for them. It, it could really go either way, especially with a new meta shift. It's, it's going to be really hard to tell. Uh, so, yeah, man, I'm, th it's the reason why we've said, and I stand by my take. I mean, obviously we know teams are making changes, but I stand by my take that I don't believe any of the top four to five teams need to make a change. I stand by it. I, I still, it, it, like if teams, didn't change today. I would be like, yeah, I don't think they need to make a change. So yeah, um, this was this was tough news, and even if there was a sense of it happening, it was. I didn't want it to happen, and when the no. news hit, I was still like a little bit in shock by it. Mm -hmm. It was a, it was a tough one, but I just hoping the best for APG and. Can't say can't wait to see what he does in the future here. Agreed. Um, Holyoke and the Dude Hunter, welcome to the live show. Thank you both for the follows. Greatly appreciated. Um Okay, here's <coughs> excuse me. 
<sighs> God damn. Okay. About Rostermania, right? We know that there's a lot of speculation online um, about where people see players going, where people want to see players going, um, blah, 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 blah. So this is going to sound fucking stupid, but I prepared a statement because of the, of the, the scene that we're in and the show that we do. Okay. Okay. I feel like there's a little bit of responsibility there. And I wanted to say the following based on the information that we've received that has been corroborated by multiple sources. We will say the following at the very least nine out of the top 12 teams based on the 2023 halo world championship placings have made or are making changes pending contract signings. We will not be discussing the potential roster changes as that is exactly what they are at this point. Potential roster changes. Nothing is official until announced by the players and organizations. One of the things that I pride our show on is that we try to not lean into leaks and speculation, especially when it comes to players as we're talking about their jobs. So that's where I'm going to leave that. People can speculate all they want. People can think they know what is happening, but nothing is official until announced by the players and organizations involved. Nothing is official until contracts are signed. But I will say this, and this is not to feed into the shit that's going on, but based on what we know, there are... If they pan out, right? Because everything is not official yet. Yeah. If they pan out, there are a few that are like, holy shit. That's, that's what I'll say. Like, holy shit. We'll just have to wait and see. Because again, nothing, we don't know yet. For all we know, the players and teams could be like, now nah, we're going to go a different direction and be like, okay, well, that just squashes all that. Yeah. You know, you, you literally don't know until it's official. So you, yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head there when you said potential, potential yep. changes, because these teams can say we're going after this player. But again, say someone does go after APG and the money's not there that he's expecting or the org isn't what he wants to sign with. They could be going after him all they want, but he, he might not sign. Exactly. Why do you think I made that statement? You know That's what I mean? Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and yeah, I didn't want to like fucking talked about the collect on Twitter situation because guys, it's a joke. Collect is trolling so hard. People don't like, like collect, collect leaned into it. He got SSG to lean into it. Native gaming leaned into it. Yeah. They're, oh, they're all going crazy. And it's yes. kind of, they're just trolling. They're, they're just trolling. They're trying to get reactions out of you guys. Yes. <laughs> yes. Funny to see though. Yeah. It was something to, to an extent. I was literally DMing him after every fucking tweet he put out. And I told him to fucking I, stop. Like, I saw every them. time I saw those DMS. Oh my God. He's just laughing. He is laughing all the way to the bank. He's having a good time. <laughs> um, so yeah, there you go. Just stay tuned. 
because uh, if these things do pan out the way that they're looking, shit's going to be fucking crazy for next year. Rosters are going to be fucking crazy for next year. All right. Will. Yeah. Is that it for Roster Mania? That does it for Roster Mania this week, folks. All right. Your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo esports needs. Uh, Holyoke says, is there a timeline when you think announcements will happen? No. It's whenever they decide to. It's it. That's the thing, too, is like it is all based on like a multitude of factors, right? It's based on when are contracts signed? When's the social media blast going to go out? Is there going to be a video accompanied by it? There's, there's a lot, a lot of factors at play. So just, again, I understand people are going to want to speculate like crazy and that's fine. You do what you want to do, but they'll happen when they happen. Just be patient. If I had to take an educated guess, Mm -hmm. we heard end of January for the announcement of the roadmap, right? Yeah. I would assume it would be sometime after that. We know who it's supposed to be fresh. Again, not going to say who, but we know who it's supposed to be. And like I said, we'll see, we'll see if it's, if it's true. I'm sorry, Will, what did you say? I'm assuming that with the new year, with the new year, the announcement of the roadmap, with that excitement that builds up around Halo when the roadmap is released, you'll see more team announcements because they are riding that wave Very of excitement well for the new Halo season. Very well could be. Or HCS season, I should say. Very well could be. Um, nowadays, we won't see a dynasty like Final Boss ever again. Yeah, I don't I yeah, I think the competition's too close now. I think the competition's just too close now to see a to see a dynastic roster. Then again, I mean FaZe literally just won worlds and the 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 change that they made was lethal for Renegade. I'm not saying that I'm not saying the FaZe are gonna be another dynasty, you know what I mean? I'm just saying like where teams made changes to beat Optic this year. Because that, that was the plan, right? Optic win worlds. Let's all make changes to be the best that we can possibly be to try to take that spot. Um, teams are going to be doing the exact same thing to beat phase now. The exact same thing. At what point can you call a team a dynasty now? Like Optic, well, remember, Optic going back to back to back. I said if Optic won worlds this year, they'd be a dynasty to me. Yeah. I, we, because we, somebody asked that question literally earlier this year. Yeah. Yeah. And I said to me for optic to have been a dynasty in my eyes, they would have, they would have had to won back-to-back world championships and they were two games away. They would have been a dynasty in my mind at that point. So then my next question is they've only been together two years. Yeah. Is that a long enough time to be considered a dynasty? I think so. In halo. Yes. In esports, Yes. That's what I'd say. Because like you think about it, right? Like if we're going to take this to if we're going to take this to NBA for a minute, oh, right? Yeah. You know, you think about the Chicago Bulls with uh Jordan and Pippen, you know? Yep. They they dynastic roster, right? Mm-hmm. Steph Clay Draymond Warriors dynastic roster, right? 
those, you have multiple championship wins. They've been together for many years. Traditional sports, dynastic roster, right? Patriots with Brady, dynastic, right? Yeah. I, I would put, like, I would put, because esports teams change so frequently, it's literally four to five players depending upon the game that's being played, you know what I mean? That I would put, like, CLG Optic Talk Sentinels, dynastic roster. Final Boss, dynastic roster. So. Uh, Fresh says, year one, the game was played the slowest and Optic dominated. Year two, the game sped up and phase became the best. Year three, with Bandit starts, the game is going to speed up even more, so I expect the teams to look for an additional fast player. Will it speed up, though? Correct me if I'm wrong. I may be really stupid right now, okay? Like, seriously, I just I may be, like, not thinking correctly. But I thought that I thought that BRs made it so you could play faster because like you can just hold forward and get kills. You know what I mean? Or maybe I'm stupid. Maybe but with bandits you can do that. See, I'm I'm sorry. Maybe maybe I'm dumb. Maybe I'm just not thinking correctly. I don't know. Bandit has faster time to kill. Fuck it. Isn't it, it barely? Like point two something is it like point two two seconds? But the team shot comes through a lot faster. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm just for, for those that are listening to the audio version of the show, I just I'm reading chat right now, so I apologize that it's quiet. Yeah, I'm 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 seeing conflicting things in chat. It could go faster or slower. I think everybody's gonna have their opinion and we'll have to wait for pro play. You're are you saying that we'll just have to wait and see? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. There it is. There it is. All right. I do agree with Tetrify just said, like you don't get melted in long range, so it opens up the map a bit, basically. Sure. And I so, can see that being faster. Because then you're going to be, like, wanting to move to positions quicker right off the yeah. rip. I could see that. I think, yeah, I think it goes kind of both ways. A little bit of both ways. I think it depends on how the team plays it. Because, I mean, we, we saw, like, a, a native red, right? Very aggressive team, right? Optic. Not as aggressive in their team play, right? They're more sure. of a setup based team. Yeah. And that was with BR starts. It didn't really matter. So maybe with Bandit, it just kind of depends on the team that's being played. Who knows? Who knows? Upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo esports needs. Wednesday, November 22nd, EHL Halo 3 Ranked Refueled is happening. That's the European Halo League, for those that don't know. On Thursday, November 23rd, we have Mac Apsu's Asia Challenger Series. And then on the 24th, we have Mac Apsu's Australia New Zealand Challenger Series are taking place. Go fucking check those out. Show the hype. And then on Saturday, November 25th, excuse me, um, we have the SWAT Latam Titan Series 4v4 and the LCM Rivals 3v3 Team Snipers. Fuck yeah, Mac. We in the finals? Fuck yeah, dude. Let's get it. And that's it for your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo Sports needs. Well, Scrim Tournament League recaps minus the scrims. What do you got? 
We'll start off with the J-Man Spartan and Guardian crossover tournament. For those who don't know, this had Halo maps and Destiny maps played within Halo Infinite. Pretty fun stuff. Pretty fun. Uh, fourth place went to iSpiteful's team. This included iSpiteful, Yumi, Arash, and iBlood Reyna. Third went to, uh, I'm going to say Gigi's team. It was Gigi, Benji, Port Stars, and Cold Killa. Second went to Game Sager's team. This was Game Sager, Spider, Faded, and Frozen Blood. And taking home first place was Moosh's team. It was Moosh, Naptimes, Nathan, and Nardo. Congrats on taking it home. Congratulations. Maps look pretty fucking cool, too. All right. Next up, the Mountain Dew Gaming Halo Infinite Community Gauntlet. Here we go. We'll run through results. Yeah, uh, go ahead. In fourth place, Inconceivable. Ryan Noob, Huss, Precision, and God Hands. Third went to Optic, Trippy, Formal, Lucid, with Lunchbox. Second went to Phase Clan, Royal 2, Frosty, Snakebite, and Renegade. And first went to Yellow Brick Road, or Send Station, as I call them. Yes. Falcated, Spartan, Stellar, and Boo Boo Doo Boo. Yes. MVP of the tournament. I believe this was chat voted on. Or was it just picked by Golden Boy and Onset? I don't know. Uh, it went to Falcated. Congratulations to Falcated. He was popping off. He was. He was. Absolutely popping off. Um, so I competed in this tournament. Yeah, you did. And I just, mm, it was a little bit of a mess at the start. Kind of feels like it was a mess throughout. <laughs> I'll just talk about my short experience. Go here. ahead. So the day before the tournament was supposed to kick off, tournament started at 2 p.m. on a Thursday. Yep. Already about, weird. Yeah, at about 12.30 on Wednesday, get a message that our roster basically needs to be locked in on the site. Yeah. Okay, fine, whatever. Roster lock, great. Fast forward, sitting there, 2 p.m. Tournament is started. Central, by the way. Central, it's at 2 p.m. Central. Yep. And the bracket is still changing. Seeds are moving still as we are trying to get into matches. Hell, we even got a message from Lunchbox saying like, hey, we think we play you first round. Like, join up. We're like, nah, we don't see that because what he had on his screen was different than what we had on our screen. And the admins are allowing teams that Maybe down a player to add whatever player they want, and as long as they show up to play, so, it's okay. So let let's get to your first matchup because that was basically what happened. What do you mean? You you're getting ready. For, you like the bracket you believe is set. Yeah, you have your first matchup, but what happens for our bracket? Yep, we, you, like you're you're getting ready for your first matchup, and you have to sit and wait. Why did you have to sit and wait? Oh yeah, so we ended up seated or our matchup was against a team that only had two people signed up and they still got put in the bracket and we messaged the the admin to another complaint with 64 teams in a tournament you have one admin one in the discord one it's the only person you could reach out to anyway, i heard that they only had one ref 
Oh, really? I heard that. I don't know how true that is, but I heard that they only had one ref. Go so ahead. we're like, hey, it's, you know, 210. Our seat is against two people. And then uh, the admin was like, yeah, they're not even in the Discord. That was one of the rules to join. You had to join the Discord to play. Mm-hmm. But they have until 235 to show up. And if they come with the team, they can play. Uh, okay, great. So you had a roster lock. You knew when the roster lock was supposed to be. Somehow this team of two got through that roster lock. And an admin says that as long as they can find two more people in this time limit, it's okay. Yeah. All right. So it's like, okay, whatever. They end up never showing up. We get a first round bye. Yay. Congratulations. Yay. We sat there and hands got cold. Um, and that, we, we ended up playing our next two rounds. We got dumped, dumped on, all things considered. Um, and it was just, I don't know. It, Are we seemed, gonna- it seemed like it wasn't fully th- thought through of everything they would need to actually run a Halo tournament. Can we talk about, I forget which matchup it was. But can we talk about the matchup that you guys had where you played the guardian that wasn't the guardian that was supposed to be played? Yeah, so that was our our losers bracket match. Yeah, you guys were not host either. So like they're right. the ones that picked it, but it was I recognized that it was the wrong guardian. Yeah, at that point I said fuck it, let's just play and get out of here. Okay. Um but yeah, the teams were picking the wrong maps uh during Round two winners, they banned the pit from being picked because there was a spawn issue. Um, there was a flag game being played, and there was video evidence of this that the, let's just say the Cobra team was pushed up and getting slays, and Eagle team spawned in the opponent's base. They were able to pull the flag. And ran the flag as they were pushing to make a flag pull of their own. Mm-hmm. Round three comes up and they're like, oh, we have an updated link to a correct map with the correct spawns now. Here, use this one. Yeah. The other thing is nobody was following the rules for uh, pick bans. Or is it like nobody understood the rules for pick bans? I don't think people read the rules. <laughs> they were You're telling me that pro players don't read the rules? They Are were listed me? on the website in the Discord. It was mentioned mul- multiple times. Yeah. And even towards... So the other thing that pissed me off in the grand finals, I'm in Stellar Stream, and FaZe and Yellow Brick Road are going back and forth about how the pick bands are supposed to work. Still, in grand finals. And Frosty's just like, get a ref, get a ref, get a ref. And then the ref says the wrong fucking thing than what their rule says. And I'm like, this is supposed to, like, you don't just pick one map to ban. It says teammate... Like, lower seed picks an objective map to ban. Yeah. The rules are stated. Higher seed picks a slayer map to ban. Or, like, other other way around. Either way. Yeah. And then, team A picks an objective. Team B picks a, a slayer. Team B picks a slayer, or uh, an objective. Team A picks uh, the last slayer map. And then, whatever's left should be your other mode. And nobody followed that. So it says the lower seeded team will ban a single map. 
The higher seeded team will ban a single map. The higher seeded team will pick an objective map. The lower seeded team will pick a slayer map. The higher seeded team will pick an objective map. The lower seeded team will pick an objective map. And then the higher seeded team will pick a slayer map. So each team bans a map. So I think here's where the confusion comes in. And then each team picks a map. So like in the sec in the bracket reset. Mm -hmm. So let me, let me ask you this, Josh, if yellow brick road says they ban the pit as an objective map. Well, no, it's just, you're just banning a single map in general. So yeah, yeah. no, no. So this is what yellow brick road said. We ban the pit. Cool. Ban the pit. Pit cannot be picked any longer. Oh, okay. Cause phase says, okay, well then we can play pit flag game five because you ban that for game one. That is incorrect according to these rules that I'm seeing in front of me. The admin comes in and says, no, phase is correct. You can pick the pit flag for game five. The admin is incorrect based on the rules that I am reading in front of me. Luckily, they didn't get to game five in the grand finals, but anyway. It does not say in the the rules that I'm reading on the website directly in front of me, the rules do not state banning a single objective map. Or banning a single Slayer right, map. Two it is maps banning are taken a out. single map, period. Two, yeah, so basically two maps are taken out, then you pick the maps for yes. the rest of the series. And it is, in, like, just reiterating again, it is not saying banning map one. That's yeah. not what it's saying. It's it To me, what this is saying is it's banning the map for the series. Plain and simple. Yeah. Each team bans a map for the entire series, regardless of objective or Slayer. Yeah. So uh, anyway, pick bans were messed up. The whole night. Like when we joined our first lobby, they're like, Oh, you cool with this map game one map mode game one? And we're like, No, we're gonna do the pick bands. Like and, and they're like, Oh, okay. Like the they just wanted to play the maps and modes that they wanted to without even doing pick bands, which this tournament was supposed to be about. Yes, the tournament with the rules, there's a pick band system for each series. So yeah. That'll that so for for me, my experience in this tournament was waiting over an hour to get into a game. Mm-hmm. Teams not complying with rules, which then took even longer just to do pick bands because we had to sit there and be like, we had to explain to other teams how this works while we're trying to do pick bands. Ocho, um, no. Uh, from what I'm reading, again, reiterating again, from what I am reading, both teams will ban a singular map from the series. First, the lower seeded team, then the higher seeded team. After that, then teams pick objective maps, slayer maps. They don't pick the objective or ban the objective. They're just, it's all maps, all maps. Go ahead. So, yeah, so we had to basically fight with teams on doing pick bands the proper way. And that took forever. And then like you finally get in a game and it just, I don't know. It was, it was a mess. It was a mess. And I'm, I'm sure tournaments of this size that aren't official HCS or maybe officially go poorly in the beginning. Like people are confused. They don't read the rules. They don't know what's going on. But Mm -hmm. from someone who do, who does, take the time to read the rules and know what I'm supposed to be doing so that this can run smoothly. It frustrates me so much when other people don't take the time to do that. Yes. It's like, 
be considerate of all the other people in this scene that are trying to get into games that are trying to play. Just don't be a fucking shitter. <laughs> that's, that's really it. Um, that's right. But yeah, one admin, and I don't know if that same admin was the same ref because everything was done through their Discord. So that may have been the one ref that you had been mentioned to as well. I don't know. For for all I know, from what I've been, from what I've heard, one ref, one admin. I don't know if they're interchangeable, as in they're the same person, or if it's just two people. But that's all that I've heard. I cannot yeah. say that's exactly how it is. It's just what I've heard. Yeah, with that much money go, going on the line, and you like, you kind of knew these top tier players were going to take it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels like it wasn't as put together as it should have been, Agreed. and that's frustrating. Can I add to it for a sec? Go for it. The thing that irritated me about this, and I didn't even compete in this shit. the The one thing that irritated about irritated me about this was. Nowhere in the rules, okay? Nowhere on this Boom TV registration site that has supposedly all the rules. Yeah. Nowhere in there did it say it's Bandit Starts. Nowhere. It's Yeah. The only way that I got that info was from a reply that Heinz made to a tweet where he said to his knowledge it was Bandit Starts. I remember Snakebite on his stream continually saying how he thought it was BR starts. Huh? And yeah, like nowhere, nowhere did it say on the site that it was bandit starts. Like, yeah. I didn't even fucking compete in this thing. I just find that crazy that like one of the main things that you're supposed to say, and you didn't even say it. Yeah. And there was only two objectives you could pick from, which were flag and oddball. Yes. And, um, I guess nowhere does it say that it had to be ranked settings. Well, it wasn't. It, I don't think it was. Um, well, actually, no, I think it was ranked settings. You're yeah. right. It never said it needed to be ranked settings because then it would have indicated that it would have been bandit starts. Yeah. But the fact that it didn't say if it was bandit starts or not, didn't say if it was ranked settings or not. And yes, I understand that it, this is meant to like highlight the maps that were made. I get that. But I still find it hilarious that you have some of the best players in the game competing in this and you have high ground in the map rotation or like in the pool that can be picked from. I love that map. Do not get me wrong. Like I genuinely love high ground as a map, but I find it fucking hilarious that in a $25,000 tournament that was included in the map pool that we have maps with grav hams like crazy and and just, it was fun to watch. Fusion coil. Yeah, it was fun to watch. Don't get me wrong. And I know the whole justification for it was like to, to put an emphasis on the maps, to put an emphasis on game fuel being back. It's all great, so on and so forth. But <coughs> the thing, what I found hilarious, towards the end of the tournament, we saw Optic going up against, I forgot which team exactly it was, but it was they played on high ground finally. You got to see a ghost v. ghost duel happen. But earlier that day, I was watching Lucid's stream and Formal legitimately said, trolling or not, he said, I, if I get killed by a ghost, I'm leaving. Like, oh, I'm yeah. Out. You know, like trolling or not, like whatever. D- don't take things out of context. I'm just like reiterating what he said. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, so they're not going to play that map. 
They did. They picked it. Yep. So it's just, I get that. Like at the end of the day, it's all for fun. Like, but there was a significant amount of money in this tournament. There was. That's what's crazy to me is that there was a significant amount of money in this tournament compared to others that we've had that have had ranked settings applied. So yeah, just, and then the fact that, well, not the fact, the, the speculation that there was one admin and one ref like things clearly were not run the most efficiently they could have been. And this is no offense to the ref and the admin that were there. Like if it was just one of them each or just one total, like that sucks. You shouldn't have to be put through that shit. But then at the same time, if you're feeding incorrect information, I mean, maybe it wasn't incorrect, but based off the rules that I was reading, it sounds like incorrect information to other players. It's like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? Oh my God. Yeah. I, I, I don't know something about the whole admin being like, yeah, you know, they have two people signed up for this tournament, but if they find someone and show up, they can play like that really bugged the shit out of me. Yeah. I can't believe that you have roster lock for a reason. Um, patron poncho is his first live show. Thanks for making the best HGS show around. We, you are Thank you. far too fucking kind. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. And uh, it means a lot. It really does mean a lot. Thank you. Smiley with the gifted sub too, patron poncho. You get a woo! Hey. There's Smiley, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus fucking Christ. Someone says something nice about the show. Smiley's like, let me yeah. give this man a fucking sub. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh man. But yeah. Also, like the, and I don't know what happened to start day two, but there were a lot of technical difficulties to start the stream off on day two. And it ran really late. Yes, it did. As well, it was that started on a Thursday, which was fucking weird. Like, my, my feedback, um, my feedback for if they do one of these again, if boom TV puts on another event, my feedback to them would be have more reps and admins, hold it over a weekend and start it earlier. Yeah. Like please start it earlier. He says, will you missed it? But my brother is in the chat. So smiley, um, smiley. I saw the message earlier. Josh was, in the middle of rolling through some things. So sorry, I didn't reply, but yes. Hello, Smiley's brother. Welcome, Smiley's brother. I sure love being up until 7 a.m. to watch. I bet you do, Ikuza. I bet you do. Oh, is it Thonky? It must be. Hi, Thonky. Hello. Thonky! <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Donkey from Yeah, Thonky. yeah! <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moment. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. I hope I pronounced that correctly. I think you did. I think so too. Oh my God. <clears throat> What's up hero? Welcome back. All right. Well, should we move on to our topic? Yeah. I actually have to take a quick break. A little, um, little bathroom break? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to let you uh, roll with our topic this week. That's fine, because I have to read anyway. So I, you, I know. Yeah, this is like, it's like you planned this. Oh, you know, I was thinking you know I, mean? I might. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think you are? I am. All right. 
So, oh my god, are you ready? This week's topic of the show is let's talk about skill based matchmaking. So, Max Hoberman put out a thread of tweets about skill based matchmaking, and I wanted to read it and then I wanted to give a thought of mine. I wanted to put a thought of mine out into the show, into the world, regardless of how right or wrong it is. I don't care. It's just a thought that I've had. And uh, I'm going to share share a story about that thought, and then I'll get to the thought fucking blah, 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 blah. All right. So here's the thread from Max Hoberman. I see mention of the skill-based matchmaking component I designed for Halo 2 and 3 on this site every so often. It's usually mentioned reverently, but then an outlier jumps in to claim it, it can't work today. I disagree. What I implemented cleanly divided the space into ranked and unranked matchmaking playlists. Ranked filtered opponents based on level. This was for when you wanted a competitive match, but even then, I intentionally allowed variability in the range of levels we matched you with. This variability was a topic of hot debate internally during development 20 years ago. Obviously, no one wants to get stomped continuously. On the flip side, it gets dull, for most people, continuously stomping others. However, it is fun having the upper hand some of the time. By intentionally allowing a range of skills to match together, we provided three experiences in ranked matchmaking. An easier one where you can kick butt, a harder one where you're likely outmatched, and an evenly matched one. My theory was that a good mix of these three was ideal. Why not always evenly match people, though? My reasoning was that these are actually the most stressful matches of the set. Sure, they're the most fun to watch for spectators. Games come down to the wire. That's because the team that wins is the team that outperforms expectations. The failure of modern skill-based matchmaking, in my honest opinion, is that it's designed to maximize these perfect match scenarios and minimize the others. When it's working, a majority of games become super tight, super stressful. That's not fun for most players. Where's the variability? The system that I designed for ranked playlists ensured a healthy mix. Sure, it sucks watching your favorite team get their butt kicked, but it comes full circle when they're the ones kicking butt. What's up, Shirzy? Welcome back. Good to see you. Throw in tight, evenly matched games every so often, and that's a ton of fun. I haven't even gotten to unranked playlists yet. I designed these to not factor in skill or level in the search for opponents. Yes, our engineers utilized the same code base and kept skill and level as a search criteria, but we substantially deprioritized it in matchmaking. We also didn't track skill or level globally only per playlist. The net result was that unranked matchmaking allowed a, a very wide range of skill levels to match together for what everyone agreed was casual, inconsequential fun. Again, that's the way it should be, in my opinion. Since the natural skill level distribution of players follows a bell curve, there are outliers. Inherent low skill and high skill players, characterizing the high skill ones as sweaty teens hopped up on monster energy is really disrespectful segregating high skill players from the population at large forcing long wait times on them is a form of discrimination designers should strive to find a way that players of all skill levels can have fun together casual inconsequential unranked matchmaking is one way 
I dabbled with handicap settings and asymmetric game type uh, game mode designs as others. Game devs shouldn't take the easy way out and default to segregation, though. There's far more that can be done. Derogatory views like this among game devs is a cop-out and a disservice to players. Oh my god, there's the Shirzy emote. Shields up, weapons hot, baby. It's beautiful. It is fucking beautiful. Shout out, Shirzy. So, I really like what Max was talking about in his thread. Where he really did try to completely disassociate ranked from unranked. Where ranked, you're matched, you're matched based off your level, you're matched based off your skill. You, you have your three pillars of matches that you could get. But either way, the whole emphasis is about having fun. Yeah. And on the unranked side of things, Base, the, he tried to make it so basically anybody and everybody can match up with anybody and everybody, right? Because at the end of the day, it's unranked. It's supposed to be casual. It's just supposed to be fun. You're going to have your outliers, but it is what it is. Okay. Let's talk about Halo Infinite, Will. Okay. Where it does, it does really feel like, Okay. I'm going to say this first, and then I'm going to get to my story that I told you when you're standing on my steps earlier. Sure. Okay. So it really does feel like an infinite that skill-based matchmaking from a ranked standpoint, right? I'm just using Max as an example here, like Mm -hmm. based off of what he was trying to do with ranked matchmaking. It feels like that's basically been implemented throughout the entire game. Right. From a casual standpoint and social playlist to the ranked playlist as well, but with a even further emphasis on trying to create the most evenly matched game possible every single time. It's what it feels like to where you see this online all the time where it try they're trying to push that 50-50 win ro- win loss rate as much as possible. Now there are games where there I still have games where I absolutely shit on another team, right? Or our team absolutely shits on another team. I also have a fair amount of games where I'm the one where our team is the one getting absolutely shit on. But I will agree that I think the majority of the games that I play do feel like it's the 50 50. If your team's just playing better, you should win that game. Or if your team's just not playing better, you're probably going to lose that game. That's what it feels like to me. So will there was something a lot of the, online discourse right now alongside the skill-based matchmaking component is sweating, right? You see this term being used a lot. You see this term being thrown out a lot in terms of players sweating. So what does that mean for the uninitiated as it is? When somebody says sweating, it does kind of feel like it's in the derogatory sense but I'm going to try to spin it in a different way and just bear with me. But when typically when you hear people say, oh, they're sweating, oh, they're, they're, they're fucking matchmaking sweats, they're sweating so hard, so on and so forth, it's, for lack of a better phrase, they're tryhards, right? Yeah. You're, like, you're, you just, they're tryhards, okay? Just trying to bring it down to the most simplistic way I can. I want to flip it another way, though. Hear me out. 
I asked this to the folks in chat. I asked this to the listeners of the show, the watchers of the show. Will, I ask you as well. When you are playing matchmaking, casual or ranked, doesn't matter to me. When you are playing matchmaking, and I want you to answer honestly, like genuinely, I want you to answer honestly. When you're playing matchmaking in any video game, doesn't need to be Halo Infinite, it can be any video game that has a matchmaking component. Are you trying to win? Or do you want to win? Will? I think the answer would be yeah. Who doesn't want to win? Personally, yes. I want to win. If I lose in a social playlist, am I going to be mad? No. I'm not going to be mad. But will I be, I guess, disappointed if I don't perform well? Yeah. I'll be disappointed in myself. Because I'll look at my stats and I'll be like, oh man, I didn't do enough to try to help our team win the game. If I didn't do enough, if I don't feel I did enough to help the team win, then I'm mad at myself. Or yeah, there are times where I'll look and I'll see a teammate that does incredibly poorly where, well, that must be the system at play. Just, you know, it is what it is. Shit happens. What are you going to do? Right? So here's my thing. PD, if you're still here, I don't know if you're still here, but when we were playing the refuel playlist during your 24 hour stream. When we were playing that refuel playlist, it's a social playlist, hundred percent social, no rank involved. Obviously there's a little bit of skill-based matchmaking at play, right? We already know that. Okay. So that happens. We're playing, having a good time, but what am I doing during the game? It's a social playlist. Does not matter in the slightest. The only thing it does is help you get XP to increase your career rank, which doesn't matter. Okay? But what am I doing during the game? Oh, I'm calling things out. I'm pinging on the map. I'm trying to be in a better situation for my teammates. A better position for my teammates. I'm trying to help us win. And somebody in PD's chat, and I don't remember who it was, and this like this isn't a this isn't to poke fun at the person saying this because I it, it made me think about this. Someone in PD's chat was like, "Oh wow, like calling out in a social playlist or just something to that regard." And I saw that comment. I never commented on it, but I, I'm going to bring it up now. And they got nothing against the person saying it because it made me think. When that person said it, I'm like, you know what? You're right. Why am I calling out? Like, why Why am I calling out? Why am I, quote unquote, trying hard? Why am I, quote unquote, sweating in a social playlist? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But then I thought about it and I'm like, because I want to win. And I have more fun when I'm winning. Regardless of the opponent that it's on, like that it's against. Whether it's a close game, whether it's a blowout, I want to win. And I want to do everything that I can, social or ranked. I don't fucking care. I want to do everything I can to help our team win. Like, I'm I'm dog shit at Rainbow Six. But when we played a long time ago, like, I was trying, like, guys, where should I be? Like, what's a good place to be on this map? Where should I put up my barriers? Like, what do you guys recommend here? What windows should I watch? Because I want to be better. And we weren't playing ranked. 
No. But I wanted to do what I could to be a better teammate. I wanted to try to win. So, <clears throat> when I see people say, oh, they're, these guys are sweating so hard. Oh, these guys are just fucking tryhards. Why are they sweating so much? I don't think it's necessarily just sweating. I think it's, you're just trying to play the best that you can. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, uh, I don't think so either. It, it all depends on how you look at the game. What's your perspective on the game? Because while we are, we're, we're competitively minded, right? Like, Correct. That's, that's where we come from. Someone might just be on to get fun clips, have a laugh. And that's what enjoy Max said. Enjoy their time. That's what Max said. Max says, winning doesn't matter. What matters is having fun with mates and improving each time. One cool player clip is more fun than a win. There you go. And that's what's important to them. <coughs> so it's, it's the age old debate in Halo of like competitive versus social gaming. Sure. It's people not seeing the other side. It's, it's them thinking, oh, everyone should be competitive or everyone should be chill or whatever. It's, it's just not always like that. Not everyone has the same mentality or mindset. Um, Ocho says, as a COD kid, sometimes you want to use off-meta guns or level up guns for camos. That's my biggest gripe with skill-based matchmaking in that game. That's fair. Tatastrophe says, from the social standpoint, says, I don't call out in social, but I'm always pinging and playing like I would in ranked. Maybe with less accuracy because my feet are up. That's fair. I've definitely done that. You know, jumped into a Husky Raid game with my, my feet feet up, chair laid back. That's right. All in Juan says, this is me. Of course, I'm going to try to win, but it's not a determinant to me if I lose. Like your sentiment, I'll be disappointed in myself if I'm, perfor if I'm not performing well, but even if I'm playing lights out, my three teammates are brand new players. I'll still find enjoyment knowing that I played and tried my best. Agreed. Max says the problem is not skill-based matchmaking. The problem is a bunch of people that only care about winning and can't handle losing. It's called having fun and learning to get better. And I should, Mac, I just want to say too, I know you're not calling me out or anything. I just want to say as well that it, it to me, it does suck losing. Like I don't like lose. Nobody likes like necessarily losing all the time. Like I don't like losing, but you're right. While I do have fun winning, I also have fun learning and being a better player and a better teammate. Like if I'm able to make a jump for the first time on a map and that, I've never, that I haven't been able to make before, that I've been practicing for a while, be like, oh shit, I finally fucking hit that. It's fucking awesome. Or like you said earlier, if you hit a cool clip, right? And you're like, oh my God, that, like you get an overkill X term and it's like, I've never hit one of those before. That's fucking insane. Or you get a sick counter snipe or whatever it is. Like, yes, that can absolutely boost up that game, right? Um, that's the attitude the community needs to adapt instead of just complaining about skill-based matchmaking. I agree. Like, that's what I, that, that's kind of why I wanted this to be the topic, right? Is that you see a lot of complaints about skill-based matchmaking. And I, I, I've, I told you before we started recording the show, Will, I do believe that infinite needs tweaking. Like it really does need tweaking because it really does feel like some casual social games are more cutthroat than ranked games. In infinite. It's it 
it's just what it feels like. So, um, a dub peer says that's probably why we don't have a ton of content creation and other games. You can hop in social if you're a sweaty player and create crazy clip content by getting away from people of your own skill. Uh, an infinite you're forced to play, uh, against people of similar skill peer. I'm going to counter that with, I just don't think cod and halo are this is gonna sound stupid bear with me here but remember back in the day like way back in the day where you would have a new cod video released by one of your favorite creators at the time like every day yeah and it would it would basically just be they played a game in matchmaking and they recorded and commentated over it right I just feel like we're we're kind of away from that now. Like that's not the that's not the way that content creation has moved. Like for better or worse, right? Like Hutch, exactly. Thank you, Absent. Literally like Hutch. Literally like Hutch. I just don't I and, and every now and again you'll see them do that again. And even they will comment like before the video starts and be like, it's been a long time since I've done one of these. Because we just got away from it. We just got away from it. And again, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a bad thing, but it's just the way that the content medium has moved. Right. And so I don't think skill-based matchmaking has like, is one of the reasons why we've pivoted to move to a different type of content creation. Um, I just think it is what it is. It is what it is. Players are playing different games. They're making different types of content. A lot of like, like short forms. So TikTok, Instagram reels, YouTube shorts are now taking center stage. It's just not the same as it used to be. What's up, singer? Welcome back. Um, Rasta monkey junior with a three month resub and uncle Bobby with a 14 month resub. You both get a, woo! thank you so much. Um, Max says mid blitz has a solo queue or with one person and fill his team with noobs in order to create content. If he queues with mates, he gets matched against my 12 stack and can't make content because it's actually close games. I don't, I don't want to comment on the mid blitz thing. It is what it is. He gets his clips. He doesn't get his clips, whatever. It is what it is. So yeah, what are your, what are your thoughts? Will? I mean, Bringing it to infinite, mm-hmm. I'm just going to say, I do feel like the social parameters could be loosened. In, in infinite, your skill-based matchmaking seems to carry from playlist to playlist. I think it does need to be playlist specific because my, my skill in ranked is going to be different than my skill in super fiesta. Thousand percent. Right? Like it's completely different modes, maps, everything. And right now it just feels like it, it just carries back and forth. And absence says it's global MMR. Tay says your Husky rate MMR should not carry over to ranked matches. That's basic. Yeah. And it's, I think that's the big problem right now is that you cannot like you cannot get a break from the sweatiness. Not saying the sweatiness is a bad thing. No. I hear you. But if you want it, there's nowhere to go for it. You're going to be matched up 
in that 50-50 grinder every time. Right. So, like, there's no way to, you're always going to have to try, which isn't always a bad thing if that's what you're looking for. And and going based off that too, like I understand completely like the whole, the folks coming home from work, they had a stressful day. They, they got the kids down for bed and they just want to relax. And I, I mean this, they just want to legitimately relax and they love halo. Right. And so what they want to do is they want to hop on matchmaking, play some super fiesta, play some Husky raid, play some team slayer and just, like I said, I know it's hard to believe, but just relax while playing the game. And with how strict the skill-based matchmaking feels like in this game from a social standpoint, like like I said, I want to win, right? And obviously I want to perform well because that's one of the ways that I have the most fun in the game. And I'm just one person. But for those others out there that just legitimately want to get on and they just want to have a good time, it sucks that it feels like you have to try as hard as you can in every single game because of how restrictive these things are. And so from that standpoint, I completely understand and respect that. What's up, Sonic? Welcome back. Um, yeah, man. And absent, I should have clarified. I cannot say de- definitively if it's a global MMR that's an infinite. I was just saying, I was restating what absent said. So I just want to make sure I don't want things taken out of context. I can't say definitively if that's the case, but I'll, I'll just say it sure as hell feels like it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. It feels like it. It just feels like it. Um, Lionheart's, uh, Leonhart says, unless connections are bad and matchmaking times are long, I don't mind skill-based matchmaking. For me, the sandbox is often what makes games unfun. You know what, Leonhart? I will, like, to an extent of what you're saying, I'll agree where when I play against, a, uh, when I play on a map that has a gravity hammer, I am inherently having way less fun on that map. I don't care who I'm playing against, but if I'm playing on a map that has a hammer and it's being used against me, I am having a far less fun time on that map. Far less fun. So yeah, I I definitely think the sandbox has a variable to that. Like it adds a variable to fun unfun in the game. I think map selection, like, I mean, I know this sounds stupid because I bet everybody agrees, but like, yeah, there are maps you like, and there are maps you don't like where when you're, and since we can't veto, right. When you, when you are loading into a game, unless you look ahead of time, but if you're loading into a game and then you see the map pop up and you're already loading into the game and it's like, fuck it, it's behemoth. If you like Behemoth, that's fine, whatever. It's it's all you. But like if you see Behemoth and you despise it, you're looking, you're like, you you audibly sigh. Because fuck, why well, don't want to play fucking Behemoth? You know what I mean? I'm inherently having less fun. Regardless of the team. I haven't I don't even know who I'm playing against yet. I just see that we're loading into Behemoth. 
I'm just having, I'm already having a not fun time. You know, I already have my preconceived thought of, I am not going to have fun here. I don't even care if I win. I'm just, I don't like the map that much. I'm just not having fun. Launch site is well, catastrophe. Exactly. It, when you see that map pop up, it's like, fuck. And it, I know people like this map, but bizarre for me is another one. Like if I, if I see bizarre in a social playlist and it pops up, I'm like, Oh, I really don't want to fucking play this map. Even if we win, I'm just not having a fun time. <coughs> but yeah, we, I think map veto should 1000% be a thing because at least then I had it like democracy, right? At least then I had an opportunity to vote. <laughs> yeah. It's, I think that's tough with the way the matchmaking system works because or doesn't work because you're not like all loaded into a lobby and then put into a game. Each person is loaded into that game. So into that map and mode, I'm going to take you a step further. Will the thing that I hate is that I believe now people like, don't quote me please. But like, I believe, I believe this has been said. I should have validated before I bring it up, but we do the show live and sometimes things just pop into the head, you know? I, I truly believe this was said in a waypoint article at some point in time. I, I apologize that I don't have it here right now, but I will say this. I swear to God, it was said that when you're finding players for your game, the system behind the scenes is trying to determine what players have and have not already played in that pool of maps and modes and then tries to pick something that you haven't played yet or the, the, the majority of the players in, of the matched group have not played yet. But I find that inherently bullshit if that's true. Case in point, when we were running, this is going to sound terrible, when we were running a four stack in the refueled playlist just the other night and we couldn't get out of getting, um, like we never got the pit once. Sure. And we got high ground two or three times in a row. Right? Danny was there. We got high ground so often. We're four out of the eight players in the pool. Right. We have 50% of what should be taken into consideration for what map and mode you get. And we get high ground three or four times in a row. That doesn't make literally any fucking sense. Like... Now, Warp, Sonic says you might be thinking of Valorant. No, I, that, and what I'm saying is I swear to God, I saw this in a Waypoint article. Like when they were talking about behind, like when they were talking about their matchmaking systems and like networking and stuff like that, it's a long time ago, but I swear to God, it was in a Waypoint article where they said that they try to base it off of what the majority have played in that section. Like when you're matched with your eight players, it tries to determine, okay, what are we going to give you? What are we not going to give you? but again, I think it's bullshit. And then the other thing, I swear to God, I like halo three and earlier halo titles did it better. I swear to God, not only just with the veto system, but like in general, I just think they did it. I just think it was better behind the scenes. I don't know. Maybe it's rose tinted glasses, but I swear, I swear to God. So, I honestly think the waiting needs to change. Yes. Yes. They can't seem to figure out what causes good balance because there's times where like, well, 
let's just say like Pitt Slayer gets nerfed because in, in waiting it's brought down because it's selectable in a couple different ways. Uh, I need to think of a better one. Like when, like they diminished, and I think they got like, they brought streets down at one point, but then it felt like we weren't playing streets at all or everyone was feeling like they were still playing streets. Sure. Uh, it's, it seems so fucking lopsided. Yeah. Because you'll, you'll have us again, refueled. You'll have us get high ground so many fucking times in a row. You'll have me getting isolation more than fucking anything. And we'll talk about that later. And then you'll have other players. Oh, I've never played isolation. I've never played high ground or in ranked. I, I haven't played streets in like 15 games. Oh, I play streets every other game. Like, what is this? I get streets oddball all the fucking time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's shit just feels wonky, man. Funky. Have a good night. I hope you understand that I'm literally going to do that every time you're here now. Enjoy. Yep. You get your special call out now. Congratulations. Streets extraction is what I always get. Fuck extraction. I have a rant about that later on in the show too. Just wait. Later? Yeah, in Will's Adventures. Oh, okay. When we talk about playing Halo Infinite. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes. But anyway, skill-based matchmaking. Mm -hmm. To sum it up, still feels fucky. Not quite right. Yeah, in infinite. In infinite, yeah. It definitely feels fucky in infinite. Definitely feels fucky. I can definitively say that more often than not, I feel like I personally am put in that 50-50 category. Of like, as long as the team is playing well, we can win. Or if if the, if we're not playing well, we're we're gonna lose, right? I know that sounds stupid, but like it really does feel like more often than not, I'm putting that 50 50 percent. I'm gonna win, fifty percent. I'm gonna lose scenario. Yeah, there is no way to just like have a chill time in social. Mm -hmm. Still, yes. Yanman says, I don't know why they feel the need to control what maps and modes the players want to play so badly. It's a horrible experience for the players. Naturally, most players get tired of the same thing over and over. Yan, I'll take it a step further. It's to me. Like I think it's I think it's a systems issue. I, like this is why we want the map veto, right? Is like let us help not necessarily decide, but like at least make it so we can get something out of there. You know what I mean? Like, give us a vote. Like, let us have some sort of agency in determining what we're going to play so we can have more fun playing your game. I wonder if there's data out there. And I'm going to bring up, we talked about pregame lobbies and veto systems. With a veto system, if there's a player who doesn't get what they want, are they more likely to quit? When... Teams preload into lobbies and see, oh, APG's on the other team, Lucid's on the other team, I know, think Renegade's on the other team, they leave. That's the one. I think it's more the latter. Like, again, rose-tinted glasses. Rose-tinted rose glasses. First up, Bodie! Welcome back. Rose-tinted glasses. But I do believe I felt like less people quit back in the day if you had a map veto. Or like Match Composer and MCC. I feel like less people left because, sure, 
you may not have gotten what you wanted, but at least you had the opportunity to vote. That's, that's my thing where when you load in an infinite, like literally we've seen pros do this on stream. Like I'm not, I'm not calling them out. It's just like you, we've seen pros do this on stream or players in their lobby while they're live do this to where you'll be loading in and you'll see the map where mm-hmm. you'll see the mode and, and they'll meet the fuck this. I'm out. Not necessarily the streamer, but like somebody in that game. Like I, I, I forgot who it was. It, it might've been penguin. Uh, no offense to dead zone, but like, I think I forgot who it was that was streaming, but they literally said because, because dead zone now dead zone was on the team or on the other team and they were loading in. And like, you know, you bring up the roster when you're yeah, loading the game, yeah. you see one, you see you're playing against and they're playing against dead zone and the streamer, I forget exactly who it was said, Oh, just wait, he'll leave. I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves right now. It might've been catalyst or something, but either way, it's like, I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves right now. Literally five seconds later, he left. Like, I truly believe that it is more, I think it's more indicative of not giving players an opportunity to choose than forcing them into something they don't necessarily want to play. That's what I think. But maybe I'm off my rocker. That's why I'm curious if there's data out there to see if like... it's a good point. I mean, maybe not pro players, but I'm saying the whole population, even, you know, you have from bronze all the way up to onyx. Mm-hmm. There might be people out there that are like, oh, well, freaking Aquarius got chose. I hate Aquarius. I'm out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on one second here. I just want to get it wrong. Uh, Shao says, Vito would not work in my opinion. Only one or two maps or game modes would ever be played. Then people would uh, start complaining about that even more after implemented, right? So here's so here's the thing, right? There can be a different type of veto system. When I think about a veto system, I look back at Halo 3, where you'll be loading, like, the map and mode will be there for you, and you'll have the option. Do I veto this or do I not veto this? If I veto this, I'm getting another map and mode that's random, right? I don't know what I'm getting. If I don't veto this, I'm playing this. I'm not saying a veto system is in you have, like in Call of Duty, for example, I don't know if this is still the same in Call of Duty. It might be. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. But I believe in Call of Duty, what happens is when you're loading in, you have a map mode, map mode, map mode, and you can pick from those three, right? Am I right there? It's the last way I remember it being. Okay. Chat. Am I correct in that? Oh, but it's two. Okay. So, but I'm correct in that thinking either way. Like I, I'm not talking about wanting that I'm talking about more. So you like you get into the pregame lobby of infinite and it is one flag on launch site. Okay. And you look at that and you're like, I don't want to fucking play one flag on launch site. So I'm going to veto that five out of the eight players in the lobby or four out of the eight. If they go like, if they round up to who gets the advantage, right? Sure. Four out of the eight or five out of the eight players veto that veto goes through. 
You get a random map mode combination. That's what you get. Bada bing, bada boom. That's the type of veto system that I'm talking about. Because while you're not, you're not picking what you want to play, you are absolutely having a vote of what you don't want to play. That's what I'm getting at. But imagine if you get on Halo and your first three games get vetoed. But that's Ocho. You're that's what I'm saying. You're not like you can't like if you you don't get the, to veto over and over and over again. Like you veto the one time in that match, and then you play the next one. Like the next map mode you get, you're loading in. You don't get another opportunity. That's the one veto you get. And you can quit if you want to and try again, but no, I don't think casuals are going to leave if that's the case. No, you can't veto twice. You just you get your singular veto in that one match. You play through that next map and mode if it gets vetoed, or if it doesn't get vetoed, you just play through what was there, and then you go to the post-game lobby, queue up again, starts again. Yeah, man, I agree. I agree that it works. I'm just saying this is what I want to see in Infinite. I don't want to see the COD approach. I don't necessarily want to see the COD approach. I just, I want to necessarily, I personally, the Halo 3 approach worked for me. And I'm not just saying this is a Halo 3 kid, but like, no, I, I genuinely think that worked out because like you can still get upset if it gets vetoed, like the original thing gets vetoed. You can still get upset at what comes next, but at least you had the opportunity to say whether or not you wanted that first thing. So I was I was thinking COD veto system where everyone loads in and then it's like, which of these maps do you want to pick? And then it's majority rules, sure. basically. Sure. Dunked. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. It would be nice if ranked had a few map pool options to choose before queuing. Uh, you wouldn't have a separate rank for each. All ranked maps, current HCS maps only, next season HCS maps only if they're out. I I want a veto system in ranked as well. Like I just want a veto system in place in general because I'm not kidding when I say I'm guaranteed that the majority of at least pro players or like I, I would assume, I'm assuming here, so I could very well be wrong. I would assume if you see Streets Extraction show up, it's getting vetoed. Well, and even, even so, the other night I was playing with the squad and four out of our five matches were on recharge. Like, I don't mind playing recharge, but maybe after the second time and the third time it pops, I'm going to be like, nah, I need to move on to something else. Right. And you could take that data and use it to emphasize other things. Like, if, if you implement a veto system, we all know how bad extraction is, guys. We all know how bad it is. And we know that changes are going to be implemented before the end of the year. We know what Tashi said. We know that. I don't think it's going to be enough. We'll talk about it later. I don't think it'll be enough. But we know how much pros hate it now. We know how much it's not liked and ranked right now. Imagine if you had a veto system in place and you could veto, like if extraction pops up, you could veto it. And then hopefully you don't get it the next time around. But like, whatever. They could take that data and be like, oh man, extraction's being vetoed a lot. Maybe we should de-emphasize it in the playlist. You know what I mean? Or Scorched Earth, remove it from the playlist, please. 
Well, then it's just the next step. Why is it being vetoed so much? And then they dig in, find out. Right. They could take and use that data being presented to them. Because we all bitch online about it. We know that. And they know that. They see it all the time. Believe it or not, guys, they see it and they, they, they hear it and they're trying to do what they can. But it's just, it's another avenue to receive data. And what they always talk about how they want more data and they're, they're analyzing the data and they're, they're doing things based off the data. Well, this is just another data point. So why not? Um, Remedy, the removing it from Blackpool was a Europa Halo decision, not a HCS decision. Correct. Europa Halo talked to the teams and everyone agreed to remove extraction. Correct. Because it's shit. Uh, C4 says Twitter is data though. I mean, you're not, no point. You're not wrong. I'm just saying it's another data point, right? It's another data point. They want to get this data from so many different places, which is great. Having multiple sources of data is great. Adding a veto system would just add another point of data directly within the game. That's what I'm getting at. So. Yeah. But Will, I want but to close out the topic, I want to hit a point that you hit earlier as well. Play the game how you want to play it and try to have fun the way that you want to have fun in the game. For me personally, that's trying to win, that's calling out even in social games, that is, for lack of a better term, and again, trying to flip it into more of a positive than a negative, that is me sweating. That is how I personally have more fun in the game. If that's not how you have fun in the game, that's fine. Go have fun the way you have fun in the game. That's all I got. Yeah. I mean, you took my point from earlier. I'm sorry. Basically what I said. I'll just add. Don't get mad at other people if you're in a social playlist and they're playing the game how they want to be playing it too. If they don't want to sweat, if they're just there to have fun, go for clips, might be putting your team at a detriment. Sucks for you. Maybe, but they got to enjoy it the way they want to enjoy it too. If you're having comms and whatever, I think you guys get what I'm trying to say, but exactly. Enjoy the game how you want to enjoy it. Don't get mad at others. I will say like, if you're hopping into ranked, there should be an expectation. Yes. Of how things should go. Yes. You should be attempting to get better playing as a team, basic rudimentary ranked stuff. There you go. Perfect. With that, Will, shall we get into some regular news? Cannon fodder, fly me to the blood moon. This is by 343. I'm not going to read through it, but you can read it if you want to. Next up, we have the Halo Infinite playlist update. This is by Halo Support. The arena rotational playlist. Social Slayer has rotated out. Thank fucking God. Yeah, you know what? Real quick rant. Okay. The naming of the playlists in Halo Infinite. This is going to be the dumbest rant you've ever heard in your entire life. I can promise you that in terms of Halo. But hear me out. Ladies and gentlemen, I ask you in the chat, 
For those that have played older Halo titles, when you see the name Social Slayer, what do you think of? When you see a, in older Halo titles, when you see a playlist titled Social Slayer, what do you think it is? Corey says fun. Absent, Riz, Kenny, AR starts. AR starts, AR starts in vehicles. Team Slayer that's not sweaty. Right. Slayer. You think... Bodie says the same thing as Team Slayer. Right? Thank you. That's. I'm glad I'm not the only one in thinking that. When, when, when I see Social Slayer in older Halo titles, I think of Team Slayer, but it's social. Right? Not an infinite... Not an infinite. In infinite, we have two playlists. We have Social Slayer, which is not traditional Slayer. And then we have Team Slayer, which is Social Slayer because it's Slayer, not ranked. What is Social Slayer, you may ask yourself. Well, let me let me educate you. Social Slayer includes all the goofy fucking Slayer game modes like Tiny Slayer, Ninja Slayer, Kong Slayer. All those. I digress. The fact they didn't keep the fucking naming conventions blows my goddamn mind. Removing SWAT is one thing for tactical slayer. But to fucking have social slayer not be what it's been forever is fucking stupid. Smiley says social slayer is action sack. There it is. Name it that. What the fuck are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? Okay. There's my rant. But guess what? It's not in there right now. So fuck it. What is in there right now is the Halo 3 refueled playlist. And here's a fun fact. It's currently scheduled to rotate out of matchmaking on the 28th. So one week from tomorrow. However, the team will be monitoring the player population, AKA the data to determine whether its duration will be extended. And here's an additional update for the refueled playlist is by halo support. Players will no longer spawn in the opposing team's base when playing capture the flag on the pit. Perfect. And the ghost on high ground, that fucking ghost, will now respawn two minutes after it's destroyed rather than, get this, 30 fucking seconds. Yeah, it was always there, pretty much. Yep. Um, yep. It would have been nice for them to fix the pit before the tournament started. Just, right? Just saying. The Big Team Battle Rotational Playlist Workshop BTB Infection has rotated out and Big Team Social has rotated in. If you ask me what's in Big Team Social, I don't fucking know. <laughs> and then Ranked Rotational Playlist Ranked Slayer has rotated out because God forbid Team Slayer be a ranked playlist. And then Ranked Doubles has rotated in. So there you go. Did we talk about Halo 3 Refueled not being BR starts last week? No, well, maybe we did, but let me just say this because I know you didn't necessarily play back in the day, but yeah, they, they, go ahead. 
the playlist were AR starts, right? Yes. The Halo 3 refueled playlist is AR starts. I know a lot of people were upset about it. Um, myself included to an extent because I would have liked it to be BR starts, but I understand why. And I hope other people understand why as well. And I'm going to tell you why it wasn't. This is a social playlist, plain and simple. This is a social playlist and it includes map remakes that have social weapon elements as well and social vehicle elements as well. Like the hammer like the ghost, like camo and overshield spawning on separate sides of the map on narrows, so on and so forth. You know what I mean? And for those who don't know, Halo 3 social playlists back in Halo 3 itself were AR pistol starts. That's the way it was in social playlists. Social Slayer was AR pistol starts in Halo 3. Beth says, but at least you had the chance to veto for BRs and social. You did. You are not wrong. If only there was a veto option available. Shout out to Beth. Absence says, rockets on Guardian made me go back to therapy. Oh, no. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of, like we talked, we, we even mentioned it earlier when we talked about the refueled Kongs or fusion coils. I mean, the Mangler was back on the maps. The one-shot melee mangly danglies yeah. back, baby. Yeah, definitely social maps. Master Chiefer and BC say multi-team was so good and bring back multi-team. Uh, fun fact about that, I'm surprised they haven't. Reason being, uh, that BR mode, the Battle Royale custom game that we did for the playdate, right. uh, when we did duos, yes, it was all fucking like Cobra or whatever, but they were teams of two. So I wouldn't be surprised that you're able to fucking do it if you can do it in, in Forge and custom games. Yeah, but they don't get, like... Separate colors. Yeah, even that. Like, I still got the credit for the win when I was on Cobra. Fuck it. When someone else... But, yeah. I'm just surprised. I'm just surprised. Anyway. <sighs> so, yeah. There you go. That's why it was a social playlist. That's why it's AR starts. I wish it was BR starts, but... but excuse me. It is what it is. Also, I'm going to poo-poo on people for a second. Oh, no. Okay. I'm going to poo-poo on people for a second. Immediately when the playlist came out, people were like, why isn't this a ranked playlist? This should be a ranked playlist, blah, blah, blah. No. I don't think those maps are ready. I don't think those maps are ranked ready. There, A lot of them are fun. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think those maps are ranked ready. Okay. They could have been forged for a rank settings in mind but they sure. weren't yeah yeah so there you go well that's it for the regular news it's time for Kyle games watch I almost didn't even have this segment in the show but i did because today they announced the 2024 CDL maps and modes is by the Call of Duty League. I've been seeing a lot of people upset about this, but here we go. For the record, I don't know any about this. I just wanted to include it because it's something about competitive Call of Duty and, you know, it is what it is. Hardpoint maps include Invasion, Karachi. I apologize if I mispronounced that. Skid Row, Sub Base, and Terminal. I feel like Terminal is going to be awful. 
Search and Destroy is High Rise, Invasion, Karachi, Terminal, and Skid Row. And Control, which is the third mode, is High Rise, Invasion, and Karachi. There you go. Alrighty then. There you go. That's it for Cotton Other Games Watch. If you're excited about that, awesome. If you're not, who cares? Awesome to you too. It's time for those adventures with the nailovers. I would say in other games too, but that's really all that was played last week. Well, what you got? Oh, uh, played infinite. Still grinding. Still joining eights. Still playing eights. Played a little bit of matchmaking. Did my doubles placements. Yeah. Uh, Dominated firmly all five games. Firm. Ranked plat six right off the bat. Nice shit. Diamonds on the way, baby. Yeah. I was playing with Narwhal in our in doubles, and yeah, we didn't drop a single map. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, it was a good time. BC, thank you so much for being here, man. I uh, hope you enjoyed. I got a little... Uh, I was feeling myself a little bit. Feeling this. I teabagged at the end of every match. Because <laughs> it was wow. a theme that needed to continue. Okay. I respect it. Let's just, our, our first two games, like, it's the, it's the what, 25? Yeah. Take the strings out? It's 25. Yes. And Bodie talks. Our first two games, we won by more than 10 digits. Okay, you know, holy fucking moly, dude. That's crazy. So, you know what? I think what happened is someone meleeed my body in the first game, and it was just over from there. I was... John says, Will, did you teabag or do the gentleman's bag and just bag once? No, what would happen is, like... I would get the final kill and then I'd go in front of their teammate and bag like up and down as like I'm standing in front of them. So they had to watch me bag at the end. (laughs) You should have done the whole like look down on them and wave your head. Oh, I did that once in the middle of a match. That was fun. Nice. (laughs) I don't know why. Basically, the guy who teabagged me in the first game or meleeed my body, I just set me off and then it was, it was over from there. Beautiful. Just got a repulse jump off their body now. I think in the last game, I got the final kill, and then I stuck the body twice and just kept shooting the sniper. Yeah. Yeah, that was... It was was a time. I know, like, I only got plat six, but we played fucking lights out all night. Like, it didn't matter who we were playing. Like, we had one game that went to 24-25. And, yeah, I got the final fucking kill. And I bagged that dude, too, because I know he bagged my body during the game. So, (laughs) that was my infinite experience this week, Josh. You, I love that for you. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, I played Halo Infinite as well. Well, first and foremost, let's get these out of the way. Sea of Stars! Played some of that. Good okay. fucking game. You should play it. Okay. And then uh, I'm still, I played a little bit of, uh, oh, I f- why didn't I clue this? Um, got Super Mario RPG, the the remake. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's, uh, 
I might get flack for this. It's all right so far. I'm still very early. It's all right so far. Music is killer. Love that. But uh, I know it's the Switch and everything, but performance is not... That game is choppy sometimes. It's weird. Mm. Yeah, it's weirdly choppy sometimes. So there's that. So excited to play through it. And then I played some Spider-Man Remastered. Um, Plugging away at that a little bit. It's a fun video game. Halo Infinite. Let's talk about Halo Infinite. Yeah. So... Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Ricky. I was a little out of control this week. He is out of control. So I want to talk about extraction for a hot second. I know how much we hate it. It's not a good, it's not a good mode basically at all right now. (laughs) Halt says Wilbo Baggins. Yo, which should change your gamer tag. That that. That was, that was a nickname I had at my previous Job. So in other words, that's guys, if you see a Wilbo Baggins on uh Xbox Live, you'll know that that's Will's alternate account. God, now I need to make a third alternate account. Great. <laughs> no, you got to change, dude. You have fuck all this. You need to change it to your main tag so I can say my name is JK Fire and this week I'm joined by the man and whatever, Wilbo Baggins. No. Chat? I've had Mr. Ram since Chat. Right? There's no good story behind that, though. I mean, it's a pretty great story. You love Lord of the Rings. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's saying do it. See? Someone send me the 10 bucks, all right? My God. Just use the ProTalk account. This is a business expense we're talking about right now. Pharaoh says, do it. We do, do do the do over do. here. I'm not I'm not drinking it today, but I have plenty over <laughs> there. Holy shit. Yeah, I have plenty over there. Is, is that nine 12 packs of Mountain Dew? Well, that's nine of the citrus cherry and then two of the Mystic Punch. Yes. I don't buy. Hey, for the record, haven't bought any store out. I leave I leave stuff left. Like I leave stuff behind for other people to get up, to get it. I'm not buying stores out. So that says, uh, you just told us the story. Well, so the story is that I had a week of halo infinite where I just went crazy and bagged everybody. So my name became Wilbo Baggins. There it is. <laughs> There's the story. And you love Lord of the Rings. I bet it's already taken hundred percent. Well, you could try. I'm going to look. He's going to look. Actually, it can be it no matter what It'll, you might. You may just have numbers after. I don't want the numbers, man. I, I hate the it. Numbers. Welcome back, Shio. Um, okay. Let's talk about extraction. Now that Wilbo Baggins is taken care of. <laughs> Sorry. Let's talk about extraction. We all know how shit this mode is. Okay. I have one final gripe about this game mode. What's up, Mick one? How you doing? I have one final gripe about this game mode that I feel is not being talked about nearly as much as it should be right now. I want to talk about the time limit in the game. Ladies and gentlemen of the chat, I asked you a question. I want to ask you a question. In King of the Hill, in Halo Infinite King of the Hill, and in Halo Infinite Oddball, 
If you are in the hill, or if you are holding on to the oddball, what happens to the game clock? Oh, it pauses. It pauses. There's no way to do that for extraction. There is no way to do that for extraction. Case in point. When you are playing extraction, let's say that you are down two extraction points to one. Let's say you're down two extraction points to one. And the time keeps on ticking, ticking, ticking. And there's less than a minute left in the game. And you or your team starts the extraction or converts the extraction point. Ladies and gentlemen of the chat and Will, how many seconds does it take uncontested to, f- to complete the extraction? 60, right? 60 seconds, ladies and gentlemen. 60 seconds. So if you have less than a minute left on the clock, you will automatically lose the game. You will not. If you have the point converted, it goes into overtime. And if they convert it back, then you lose. Oh, either way, you're going to lose. <laughs> you lose the game. There's no way that the clock stops. The clock doesn't stop. The clock keeps going. That is one of, if not my biggest gripes with the game mode, is that the clock does not function the same way as with King of the Hill and Oddball. To where more often than not, you just don't have a chance to come back. And the sentiment (sighs) of the, the first team who gets the extraction, it really does feel like they have the advantage. That's what I'll say. Pharaoh brings up a point. Clock not stopping means the game ends quicker. And my my other thing about that, though. He puts a cap on the end of his fucking statement, by the way. Because we want extraction to end quicker. Um, Stop it, collect. collect, Stop it. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. Also, McWin, obviously I said welcome back, but Smiley, thank you for the gifted sub to McWin. You get a woo and collect welcome back to you. Did you get the Captain Mo sub? I, I didn't see that one. What's up? Oh, no, I didn't. Captain Mo with the uh, 713 sub. You also get a woo. Thank you so much. I, I apologize, Captain. Goddamn. Um, hashtag to the pond. Once. Hashtag to the window, to the wall. We're going to stop there. To the sweat uh, drip nah, down my no. walls. God damn it. All these bitches crawl. I'm going to throw something. Uh, skeet, skeet. All right, I'm done. <laughs> If the clock paused when the extraction point went down, it would not resume until someone converted it. So therefore, every game would go to the fourth point. It, right? I, I just... That clock would be paused for so long. Sure. I completely understand where that's coming from. It's just, I, I hate... The thing that I hate is that I feel like when you're in a can't-win scenario... Oh yeah. Or you can't contest when you're a can't con- when you're in a can't contest or can't win scenario. I hate that. It, you know what it reminds me of? It literally reminds me of Halo three and former Halos, um, King of the Hill 
or oddball, literally where if you just have the ball and it's mathematically impossible to lose the game based off where the clock is. Yeah. What like the team's not leaving. You're just going to stand there and wait. Yep. Because you won or in King of the Hill where it's just mathematically impossible with the game clock. You just, I, I hate that feeling. I fucking hate that feeling. So that's, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Um, yeah, garbage time. That's exactly it, Pharaoh. It's fucking garbage time. I hate it. I hate it. So with extraction out of the way, let's talk about one of my least favorite maps in Halo history. Let's talk about isolation, ladies and gentlemen. Because boy, oh boy, do I have a weird and funny story to tell you about this dumbass fucking map. So for those who don't know, for those who don't know, in the Halo 3 refueled playlist, they added isolation. I physically and audibly rolled my eyes when I saw that isolation was being remade for this playlist. No no shit being thrown at the forger who made it. Like, for all intents and purposes, they did a good job making that map. Okay? I'm not going to shit on the forger. I just don't like the map in general. Okay? Not Josh's cup of tea. Yes, but you know what's really fucking funny? When you somehow, some way, go undefeated playing on that dumbass fucking map. Now, you may be asking yourself, oh, like 5-0? and oh? Like, oh, 6-0? Oh? <laughs> no. I am currently 12-0 and oh playing Isolation in the Halo 3 refueled playlist. 12 and oh, I hate it every single fucking time I load into that map. I fucking hate it. There's more to this. You have more notes. So this started playing with snag. This started playing with snagu. I was playing with snag pancakes and my wife. I was playing with snag pancakes and my wife. We proceed to go seven and zero in isolation games. So I was one and zero before that. Uh, the group got together after the games that we played that night, I was a total seven and zero in isolation games. Snagu hashtag fuck you snag. Uh, ghost. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. When this 7-0 happens, Snag then proceeds to state that we are the Quadrant of Isolation. <laughs> For those who don't know, Quadrant were undefeated. Like, I think they were 15-0 on LAN Strongholds games. Right. I think it was 15-0. I could be wrong. There could have been more. could have been less. But roughly around there, they were undefeated at the time in Strongholds games on LAN. And then he said that we should go for the quadrant streak, which I believe again was like 15 and 0 or something, but in isolation wins. I shit you not. We were not live. We were not streaming this. None of this was being broadcasted to a public. We were just playing social matchmaking in our party chat. 
The reason why I state that is because, Will, I shit you not, literally during that Discord conversation, guess what happened? What's that? I got followed by the head of esports for Quadrant on Twitter, literally during the conversation in Discord. Jesus. That happened. You can't make it up. It literally happened. And to end this, fuck isolation. I am currently 12 and 0 on that map. I hate it. I fucking hate it. This game, this world is cruel sometimes in the weirdest ways. And Alexis just throw that out there. Pharaoh says remake doesn't even make the butthole sound. What are you going to do? At least it has the sphincter. You know? At least it's got the sphincter. Yeah, what a dumbass fucking streak this is. That's it. That's all I got. Let's get into some fucking shout outs. <laughs> Happy belated birthday to MLG Queen. Happy belated birthday to you. Happy belated 22nd birthday to Halo CE. And happy belated second birthday to Halo Infinite. Congratulations to Michael on joining Native Gaming as the social media manager. Shout out to you. Shout out to everyone who joined in the community playdate. That's a fine guy. All in one. Ashley Blair. Fox Too Quick. Game Crazy John. Halt Hammer. Heavy Rainfall. Aura Force. Rasta Monkey Jr. Ricky. Riznax. Stumpy. And William Star Winder. <coughs> oh, man. Outlaw, what is there to say? What is there to say? We should have won. We should have won against the Broncos, but we didn't. Whatever. What are you going to do? I think we don't gain them in yards and everything, too. I think we just, I think just we lost that game because we, we, we kicked, but I don't know. We lost the game. We fumbled a couple times. Our red zone offense sucks. We'll leave it there. Through, uh, through a couple interceptions, right? Can't throw the deep ball. Yep. There you go. Oh, as a well-dedicated Broncos fan, that's fine. Take the W. Take the W. Congratulations. If we want to go on about the Vikings here for a second. There was a stat that was like. God. Um, if the Vikings lose this game, they still have like an 80% chance to make the playoffs. If the Broncos lost the game, they have like a 20% chance to make the playoffs. So them winning the game like highly influences their playoff numbers. I still think the Broncos are a bad team and I still don't like Sean Payton at all. I agree. But I also believe that the Vikings are not great either. Like I can sit here and say that. Like, no, it's again, look at who we beat the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Exactly. Like I'm never I'm never gonna say like, oh, we're a fucking phenomenal team. We're not. I know that for a fact. I love having a more mobile quarterback. Yes, he made some bad mistakes yesterday. Like he made some absolutely horrendous mistakes yesterday. I still like having a mobile quarterback. I'll say that. Um like that that him scrambling out of the pocket, like nearly getting like sacked or pushed out of bounds. And yet he was able to get away and throw that dart to the end zone. Oh yeah. Like that very short pass into the end zone. That was great. I don't think Kirk would do that. No. Like it's just, it's, it's just, it's things like that. You know what I mean? It's it. Yeah. That's why I like having a mobile quarterback because it allows for things like that to happen. That's what I like. So. Yeah. Shots. Everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. But real quick, I'm going to back it up. Back, back, back it up. 
Scroll, scroll, scroll. Yep. Uh, from when you did the... Uh, yeah. Uh, the the Wednesday... Friendly eights? eights? Yeah, Wednesday eights. I'm going mean, to back I, it all the way up. Are you okay? I'm going to back it all, all the way. All the way. Smiley with the five gifted. Smiley with the gifted. Smiley with the five gifted. <laughs> I did woos for all of these, by oh, the way. Oh, trust me. I'm doing woos again. Again? Again. You're over-trumping my rules. No, I'm not over-trumping. No. I did the woos. I'm man. not over-wooing. <laughs> this is the live show. Over-wooing my woos. Oh, I'm fucking... Then yes, I am. Uh, you Use the user with the gifted sub. Smiley with the more gifted subs during the play date. Absent with the four-month resub. Boba Fett with the gifted sub. Run Armada with the gifted sub. Mr. Fusion with the two-month sub. Thonke with the new sub. Danny Phantom with the eight-month resub. Smiley with the gifted sub. Rasta Monkey with the three-month sub. Uncle Bobby with the 14-month sub. Captain Mo with the seven-month sub. And Smiley with the gifted sub again. I'm not going to do them all. Just give all of them a woo! See? Is that okay? That's good. Is that okay? Thank you. Thank you. That works. Fuck, fuck you. All right. <laughs> then, um, Elman Corian, we love big girls. Tyler hits buttons. Johan MC, Ramza, call me Zay, Nikki, Nikki D, Deezy, Dreamer, Mikey, Sean Perkins, Fotis, Real, Mandalore, Frantic, Malkin, Matt, the dude Hunter, Holyoke, Moment, Dunked, and Ghost Celta. Thank you all for the follows. Greatly fucking appreciated. Smiley, what? I gifted subs? I know, crazy, right? Smiley, who would have thunk that? And then uh, to everybody that donated bits, thank you all very much as well for those. Hashtag bit by bit. And then shout out to everyone who is a patron at the semi-pro and higher tiers. That includes Deep Pancakes, Ashley, Voodoo Man, Rasta Monkey Jr., Ricky Deer, Snagu, Raider Hater, Peanut Mutt, One Swollen Danny, Danny Phantom, Riznack, Zarner, Zombie Joy, Mr. Smiley, High Tech, Redneck, Goalie, Sniper, The Only Need, Heavy Rainfall, Lady Dartboard, and Carnage. <coughs> thank you all so much for the extra support over on. Patreon. Will. Except for the shout outs. How about some community creations? We have Halo memes every day. Red.com forward slash hard forward slash Halo memes. Go check them out. It's still there. Thank you, Will, for checking in on that. Greatly appreciated. Every <laughs> once in a while, I'm like, you know, does it still exist? Has the subreddit it's, been shut down? It's funny because back in the day, uh, we're going to go back down memory lane here. Like early on episodes, there was somewhere that was posting Halo memes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that like shut down. And I just happened to find the subreddit. The subreddit. Mm-hmm. And it's been there ever since. It has. But I don't use I don't use Reddit. I probably should. Josh is the one who does our Reddit sleuthing. <laughs> sleuthing. <laughs> so I just got off Reddit. And uh, yeah, I just every once in a while I'm like, is the are the Halo memes still there? Let me just check. Oh my god. I forget what that site was back in the day though that had the Halo memes. I wish I remembered. Anyway. Love it. Love it. Um, we have a world class experience, the Halo World Championship vlog by drumroll, please, Will. All in Juan. 
go check that video out. It's nearly an hour long and it's filled with amazing clips and just vibes. And it's a great time. Go watch it. Please, please go watch it. Shout out to Juan. You're fucking amazing. And if you're me, it might bring a tear to your eye. Mm-hmm. You're Damn fucking it. amazing, Juan. Seriously. Damn it, Juan. <laughs> I love you. And then released today, we have the 2023 Rookie of the Year Breakout Player for Halo Infinite Season 2 by HCS. It's uh, like a video where the pros in the scene and the casters like come together and they discuss who they believe would be the 2023 Rookie of the Year Breakout Player. Um, there's a lot of cycle. There was a lot of precision in that video. So, yeah. Go check it out. Love you, Juan. All right. That's it for the community creation. That's all I got. So, Will, if you do me a favor and plug the show. Will do. Will do. Hey, Willie do. Is that, uh, that was from Unbox Therapy, right? Willie do. Yeah, Willie do. Yeah. That's a deep cut. Oh, yeah. Glory, too. That's right. Sorry. I apologize. Glory as well. My bad. I'm sorry. Fuck me, guys. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Um, Josh mentioned it. Patreon. We uh, do a little extra content over there. Got some different tiers, depending on what you're interested in. Go check it out. Patreon.com slash HS Pro Talk. You can find us on all your, fa- fa- ba- <laughs> your favorite podcast services, like iTunes, Podbean, Spotify and Josh's favorite. Pocket cast. Still, Still on that. Not a fucking ad. We should probably reach out to someone at this point. Join the Discord. Join the community discussion. Link is provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Link tree on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, we're on social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitch, 7 p.m. Central Time for the live show. And TikTok, there's shorts edited by All in One. Made by him. Smiley with the gifted sub. Thank you. You get a... And if you go to our YouTube, we have old like VODs of our interview series. Go check them out. Talk to like Clutch, uh, Saiyan, who is now Lucid. There's uh, um, Why Not Tony. Why Not Be Casting. Why Not Be Reckless. Reckless, thank you. And yeah, just a bunch of cool people. Go check them out. And then we have our website, hsproject.com, but not really because it sends you to EvolvedHalo.com. Your home for Halo. Because yes, if you don't know, we partnered with the fine folks over at Podcast Evolved. Make sure to go check out all their great content and their shows such as Podcast Evolved, Mission Debrief, Halo TV Plus, Book Club, Build With Blocks, Halo Headlines, and Halo Gear Guide. Indeedy Dan. Go do it. If you want to get more into the lore side of Halo, Evolved is the place to be. Just saying. Gotta be there. You gotta do it. And that's all I got. Sweet. Thank you very much for reading through those, Will. Appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen. Um, well, actually, Sonic, before I before we close things out, Sonic asks, what do you like so much about Pocket Cast? Uh, they, in my opinion, they just do, again, this is not an ad. I've just been using their app for a very long time. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and in terms of an application that has all the features that I'd want, um, that they have them all. Like in my opinion, pocket cast has all the features I could ever want out of a podcast app. Um, they have more features than Apple podcasts, Spotify, um, overcast, a bunch of different applications out there. They have a really clean interface. Um, 
it's just, it's been my go-to for a very long time and I've tried a lot of them and it's just the one that I've stuck with. It's the one that I've actually paid like to, to get like a lifetime subscription to and I've stuck with it for a very long time. So just genuinely enjoy that application. And I want to, the reason why I like we made a joke to like shout it out on the show every week, even though we're not sponsored by them or anything is that I want to shout out the things that I actively use and actively enjoy. Like, I don't want to, if we ever do get sponsored by something or someone, then I don't like, I don't want it to be for something that we don't actively use that we don't actively like, because then I'd feel like we'd be doing you guys a disservice for something that like, isn't worth our time, isn't worth your time or your money. Right. It's like, I genuinely, I use pocket cast every single day was literally using it earlier today. Use it in my car, use it at home, use it at work. I love it. The only thing that's bugged me about pocket cast mm-hmm. is that they went for, from a one-time charge to now a monthly subscription. So if you weren't in on the one-time charge for the app, it's now a monthly subscription service. I think they have a free tier. If I'm not mistaken. Now it really does feel like we're an ad for them. Jesus Christ. Josh is doing some research on pocket cast right now. Yep. Let me see. Oh no, I don't think they have a free one. I apologize. I'll, I'll be completely upfront with you. It doesn't look like they have a free tier. Um, they have a plus tier for $40 a year. So you can break that down into monthly if you want to, but the plus one is $40 a year and comes with basically everything you need. And then there's a patron one for a hundred bucks a year, um, which to be honest with you, I didn't even know existed. Um, but it basically is like, it gets you early access to stuff and blah, 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 who fucking cares. So there you go. But yes, I did. Like I was a user for a long time. So like I got a lifetime subscription for free. So <laughs> sorry. I'm just laughing at John's hashtag, not an ad, but wouldn't, not, wouldn't be upset if we got sponsored. Yeah, seriously. No, I like, I like talking about things that I actively use. Just that's it. So I'm, I'm, I think it sucks that they don't have a free tier anymore. I think that absolutely blows because it, it makes it so the amount of people that could try it out are going to be way less. Yes, they have a free trial, but it's just a free trial. Like, I don't know how long the free trial is. You know what I mean? So that sucks. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 314 of HCS Pro Talk. To those who are tuning in live, thank you so much for doing so. Hope you guys had a fun time. Thank you guys for joining up in the conversation. Um, thank you guys for keeping things respectful, as always. And thank you all for being here. For those that are tuning into the live, uh, to the, oh, to the uh, fucking audio show or the VOD over on YouTube, hope you guys enjoyed as well. Hope you're having a great day, week, week, end, night, whatever it may be. I always make the joke. Hope hope you're having a good time on the shitter. You know, you never know what you're doing. So enjoy it. Enjoy your time. Take some you time. That's what I'm going to say. Life's stressful. Life's stressful. Halo stressful. Take some time for yourself. Take a breather. Take a step back. Have some you time. And we'll be back next week to talk about 
I don't know yet. We'll have to wait and see if anything else gets announced. What? Oh, nothing. Just reading chat. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. Um, are we going to host up tonight? Yeah. I was thinking of sending people over to uh, Mr. Piggy's stream. All right. I think that's what we're going to do. I think we're going to send you all over to Piggy. And uh, it should be a fun time. So that's what we're going to do. Ladies and gentlemen, that'll do it for us. We'll be back next week to talk about whatever the fuck. Have a great week. Um, I know the nature of the holiday is not a good thing of the American holiday that we have coming up. So enjoy your week. Hopefully you have some good food. Hopefully you have some good time with your families. Um, like I said, take some time for yourself. Try to enjoy. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Talk about more shit. But until then, bye-bye.